In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms, optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption, and adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'll go ahead and read this right off the bat. Sandals Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at their global headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Obviously, old school, sponsored by Sandhills Global. 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman, text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. And the Sarder Heyman live video stream. Uh, it's up Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. A couple of things from the text line. Uh, simple. Uh, Sanderson says this to you, Jay. Uh, that was so well put. It's a great story, and I know you're doing it right because of the words you just spoke. You obviously care about these kids, and that's all that matters. Well done. Dusty says this, and we, 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 we were talking about this, and I want to dive into it. Dusty says, what up, fellas? What up, Dusty? Appreciate you giving the shout out. Um, I think it's clear that they'll go money until they lose too many fans. Okay, so the the, the story is this: from from what was the College World Series in Omaha and what it used to be versus what it has become currently, and as we as as it evolves and re evolves into uh, whatever it's going to be, the NCAA has a decision to make on how it's going to go forward, what it has done because of the technology and because because of the vastness of the coverage, right? Because they covered every game of the tournament leading to this point. Mm-hmm. That costs you more money. Should make you more money because of television rights, et cetera. But what was done in the, in, in, in this thing that gets lost in the, in the shuffle is the fan. And we're not talking about the people who travel across the country to see their alma mater play. That's one conversation and a different conversation because those people are going to travel no matter what, no matter what they're going to pay, whatever's in play, whatever, yep. Whatever's in play, those things are there. And you, that is for Omaha. That's for Omaha. That's where Omaha makes its money. The bars pick up some additional folks, et cetera. But a big part of the College World Series experience has been the local folks who attend and who participate 
just because you're supporting the event and you love the community. Yeah. Is there any reason why they can't go back to $25 general admission seats in the outfield? Is there any reason, is there any logical reason in your mind where the NCAA can, can't say, okay, of the, what, so Nick, what does, what does it hold? And, and the difference between Rosenblatt and, and oh, gosh. The Chuck. Um, 18. Okay. So if 18, let's say you can get 4,000 in general admission, right? You hold 4,000 general admission seats. Simple, simple deal. And the first four, four, 4,000 folks. For any game, can can buy the twenty five. Excuse me, twenty four thousand. Twenty four thousand. Well, that's still yeah. even you said four thousand. Even, even worse, yeah. Right, still works. I mean, you could say eight thousand for the sake of mm-hmm. this. Nine thousand. Still got you. Got still yeah. got a lot of wiggle room. Jay, what is in the? Can you think of anything that's in the way for them going back to the thing that allows the average Joe to participate and to experience the College World Series? I don't see right a reason why it shouldn't go back to that. I mean, you've turned away a lot of people not not because they don't want to support the College World Series being in Omaha that that they don't, and it's not even about local. And local just isn't like Lincoln and Omaha. It's surrounding cities around both cities. You're thinking even all the way up, maybe in Des Moines, even as even as far as uh, Minneapolis as well, in the Dakotas, um, where people that are baseball lovers will drive in just to see it and you're going to turn a lot of people away in the sense of if it's essentially a hundred dollars a ticket even if you're taking yourself and say me and nick are going that's two hundred dollars just say forty dollars in gas and you know say we want to have like three or four beers you know i mean you're 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 taking away a bunch of people that have supported for so long, and there really isn't a financial reason to do so, um, because it's always been you've always made money, you've always been, you've always had a community that's been extremely supportive, or else it wouldn't be, continue to be here. But then for some reason, I guess out of nowhere, or unless it's just mainly getting a lot of media attention now, it seems you're you're charging four times the amount of price of a general admission ticket, and then you eliminate a general admission. So essentially what you're saying is all I want is corporate dollars or upper echelon people that have come. I don't want any kids. So if you're trying to grow, I always thought like part of the College World Series with all the stuff around it, like when you walk up there, I remember the time I, you know, took my two daughters right now, both are, you know, that time they were playing softball, they wanted to go, right? But all the things that were out there, whether they get to throw pitches or what the baseball activities, I assumed, like I kind of paid for it, like, because it's like kind of grow the game or whatever. So how do you expect to grow the game when you're turning away a potentially a majority of the youth if their parents aren't willing to pay for it? Now let's just it, that's just one game. Mm-hmm. Just say that like it's a family. Like I'm sure there was families and if you people out there text in or call in, but I'm sure like when the College World Series came here, this was a like a, a week or however long it is family affair. Where it's like okay, we're gonna go to the first round games okay we're gonna okay well then we'll go to like we'll skip the elimination games we're gonna so you think they're thinking about going three or four times potentially mm-hmm. now everybody knows as you get to championship round and closer to finding a champion the tickets are higher we're talking about before we get there they're trying to go two or three times you know and teams and people around here support 
different teams that come here for the College World Series that aren't Nebraska. There's people that are that are huge LSU fans because it seems like mm-hmm. LSU is just always a foregone conclusion to be here. I was watching the TV, and there's a Tennessee fan here, so he they obviously were number one. They probably thought they were already coming. Yeah, you know they're probably thinking like if it, if these are the prices next year we're not going to come or next time we have an opportunity we're not going to come. So I'm not really sure the business model of whether it's the NCAA or whoever's decision-making have thought past this year. If you're trying to continue to grow the game collegiately, youth youth level, college level, pro level, it's got to be congruent in the sense of that you're actually doing – your actions have to meet your words. You can't say, hey, we're trying to grow the game. But give us all your money and let me overcharge you. And you know what? The the general mission is great for kids. They get what, to run around and, and do yeah, stuff but like what that. If they, what if they what if they did what they did in basketball and that the the early events tend to have a lower ticket price, right? So as they should, uh, right, right, right. So Sweet, playing right, yeah. playing yeah. games game six games. around the sixty four, right? And then as you get to the final four, the final four is different. So if you said you know to that. me, so if you said to me when you get to the final series, yeah, of of, of two teams who are going to play themselves down. Okay, that will feature a combined probably double digit MLB guys, right? So future yeah. draft picks, right? Okay, but to this point, to to this week, they could have made mm-hmm. consider this the Sweet Sixteen round. How are they do in basketball? Yeah, upped it up a little bit, but you right, turned people off bit. to even go now. Well, well, so and I remember, I remember the conversation. I remember twenty five dollar tickets, but what I also remembered was this. As late as 2019, booklets of 10 for $90 yeah. were available right. for you to do that. Yeah. So pre-COVID, you could buy a booklet, and it was just – and it you still it still had to be first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. So you still had to get there and get it done. But they have removed the proactive fan from this thing who has to pay – Copious amounts of money just to get in to watch teams that they don't know who they are. Yeah. And I don't understand how the folks haven't, the local folks haven't gone up in arms. Now, I, I get some of it is a little trepidation because you don't want to, you don't want to piss off the NCAA and they take the event and go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. So, yeah, so you kind of got to pump your brakes right? a little bit. And that, but that's a control thing there as well. Um, but even if you're going to be, you know, mad and, and take your ball and run home, that doesn't, I mean, the College World Series, when you think of the CWS, you think of Omaha. You do, because Omaha does it right, period, whether you want, whether anybody wants to admit it or not. Now, there's always a happy medium to everything. So um, I think it's a shock to a lot of people. I think a lot of people are now still – that are really – I think a majority of people are still in 100 are, – are actually in the mode of I'm going out to big events – Versus like last year, you know, we had, you know, you only could have a certain amount of people in the stands, X, Y, and Z. Now it's like, it's back to somewhat being normal. And so they're expecting normal prices, normal customer service, normal stuff like that. You're just not getting it. And so it's something that I'm sure the NCAA is going to have to hopefully, you know, get on their docket of trying to discuss. Nothing's going to change between today and the final game. But what needs to be discussed is, you know, how you go about it in the future or how you could make it more inclusive. It's not only just general mission. If you're really trying to grow the game, you need to try to be getting in. And this is just my opinion, right? You need to try to bring baseball into places that baseball is not readily available, whether it's North Omaha or like parts of Lincoln, 
or, or kids that are not exposed to it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that to me, that's how you grow the game, right? So, so, you know, when these teams come in or they have, like, former players that are involved in the program, you know, whether they're doing free clinics or something like that, or then you bring in – say, like, you do a free clinic for a boys and girls club and they have – 40 kids and they get those 25 even if it was 40 general admission tickets right that's how you grow the game because if you get out of those 40 just four players out of there you're growing the game because those four players uh, hopefully continue to play baseball and then they'll bring four more and you get what i'm saying so there's ways to go about it to still you know be profitable but then also do what you've always done which is obviously be all inclusive when it comes to this great event in Omaha. Well, I mean greed plays into it Nick and and, yeah. and it just, so the 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 attendance record was set in 2017 so mm-hmm. back in the day where this where availability was key. Yeah. And I I go back to 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 basic level sales and marketing that you can't sell hot dogs, t-shirts and cokes to empty seats. Right? You just can't. Like and people spend more on everything else if you allow them a chance to participate and feel like, feel like mm-hmm. uh, and that's how it moves because the people who go to the events then take it to other people and say, hey, this is a event you want to be a part of. In twenty twenty one, again, you're talking about post COVID, you're at forty thousand, uh, but they finished at for the first five games they finished with one hundred and ten thousand people. Yeah, greed, greed. Look, greed matters. Greed matters in this thing. And the people who are making the decisions may not be here. They may not be from Omaha. They may not be aware of the fan base. And a lot of times what happens with the decision makers is they don't know the fan base. Yeah. (laughs) Like they just don't know the fan base. So I think the fan base has, has an obligation to itself to protect their interest in this thing. Yeah, but it's the next five days are important. It better be some good baseball, um, and it's to kind of eliminate. You know, I call it smokescreen. So the is getting focused on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but you know, it's, like I said, it's something that it needs to you know be addressed. It's just something that is constantly you know evolving. It's like uh, you know you can't go in and try to eat the whole pie. Um, because you were not allowed to the last couple of years. So, look, everybody's in the – look, NCAA is not holding any event not to try to make money. And we're not saying not to make money. But why eliminate a big portion of when – which this, these aren't free tickets here, okay? You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and the more people you're there – but also, let's face this, though. So, DP is saying simple sales and marketing. You can't sell hot dogs, beers, Cokes to empty seats. But also – if you got people, if you got a high majority of people, uh, okay, reluctantly attending, they're not gonna even if they're in the seats, they're not gonna buy the daughters and, or the, the sons, you know, multiple cokes or hot dogs and stuff like that. They're gonna like, okay, you might get one now. You got to share. You, you know what I mean? So then you're now you're still lo- you're on the losing end because it's five hundred bucks to take a family of four, right? Just to, just to get in the door. After after you pay all the fees on Ticketmaster or any third party, whether it's Ticketmaster, StubHub, whether it's just online now, after all the the, the handling fees and all the service service charges, it, it's 115 bucks per ticket. But you also know that anybody's taking their sons and daughters to a College World Series game, and they're going to ask for stuff. 
Right. Yeah. But so, so you're gonna ask for stuff, and you can't say no because look, you've already you're already five hundred dollars into the pool. But that's in your decision making whether you go or not. Right. And then if you, then if you do go, yeah, you know they're gonna want something. Mm-hmm. So normally, if you get there and say you get caught up in the moment and say, okay, you know. Let them, you know, okay, we're only coming to one game. We're going to let them just have free reign. Yeah. You know, you can, you know, afford it or well, afford it or, 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 you know, as well. You might only be like, okay, well, you might only be able to do one thing or you might only and that's get that's one game. You're one not going to go to a five-game yeah, set. Yeah, you're not going to do it. So well, there's other stuff, stuff you got to evaluate. We, we talk about growing the game, and, and there's always that, that comments from outsiders that say baseball is dying or, or whatever. And, and when you're talking about growing the game like Jay has, the people that are taking their, their kids and children to the games have probably been going to the College World Series for multiple years because their parents took them. And so now if you're starting to turn off families from spending that money and going, then the 16... I was telling Jay during the break, I remember being 16 and me and my buddies being able to afford the $15 general right. admission tickets and driving up there together. Right. Like, and I remember that. And, and that's the exact reason yeah. that I'm going this year is because I haven't missed it since. And it's like, I don't want to miss a year. When when I got out of college and we would come to Rosenblatt, and it was just baseball players whose mm-hmm. season ended. Right. So this was, exactly. kind of our, this was kind of our spring break. Right. right. And we'd come through, and the tickets were $7. Yeah. I re- I, like I said, I remember going, and we went. We were on the third baseline. It was hot as all get out. Yep. But they were pretty affordable tickets. Now, we were way down there and stuff, but then we're going again, you know, so, but now it's like, I, no, I also, I'm not going, I'm I also spend $700 th- to go up in there. I also think a big thing that may be turning some people away or hurting the College World Series is the fact that they moved the Major League Baseball draft back. Because I remember talking to people and going, yep, we're going to go watch Vanderbilt because right. Dansby Swanson just got yep. drafted number yeah. one overall to that the Diamondbacks. That was always pretty cool. And it, w- it was sweet because you could, you're like. You could track the players then. Exactly. Too. Like, there oh, is was, he really worth. Yes, being the number four pick. Like I went, know? I went to the Vanderbilt Virginia National Championship Series because I was like, man, Danzy Swanson's playing, and and you had um, I can't, I'm losing track of their outfielder, but guys are going for Kumar Rocker because yeah. he was getting talked about being a top five draft pick, and and I remember going to an Oregon State game because they had Trevor Larnick who just gotten picked by the Twins and Madrigal who just gotten picked by by the White Sox. And so I feel like part of that's also is is some of the publicity from those guys that get right. drafted in the top ten that you're seeing there, like Bregman. We knew he was going to be drafted. I, I, under, I understand that, but but I also understand the impact of those players being drafted before they played in, in the most important collegiate games they were going to yeah, play. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's give or right, take. But right, there's, right. Yeah. Can, you ima- can you imagine the NBA draft being before college? Season March, ends. Before yeah. March yeah. Madness. Yeah, the guys would be tanking. Like, so, so, like That's I, true. It's just, it, this is just imagine the bowl games with – football players being drafted before they played in the championship yeah, series. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get into a whole other thing of, of well, what's the priority priority and what's the focus? They're not going to go and risk get hurt. Mm-hmm. You you change how they play the game because they have a – it's like watching a kid who, who, who commits to Alabama before his senior season. Yeah. His his senior senior season now looks different. A little different. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> I think baseball is different than a lot of other sports, though. They always have done because that. it's such a long road to get to the top level of major league in the major leagues. I mean, they're going to have to go to to rookie ball and then high A, then double A, then triple A, or and obviously some or, guys or will not. skip or so, not. Or you could be or like not. Brandon Finnegan, who after he pitched in the College World Series for the, the for the, the TCU Horn Frogs <laughs> that next fall. 
he was play, pitching in the World you, Series. You're going to have the memory of seeing this future yeah. major leaguer anyway. You have to pay attention to it. I don't need the mental there, laziness yeah. of having the draft already done. Yeah, well, and, and that's like, up I to don't the, need that. That's up, that's to, up the, to the fan. Though. That's up to the fan, and it's also up to the people that are calling the games. Yeah, here comes you know Derek Pearson, who's a potential you know top fifteen pick. This, this, and this. He's all you know. SEC, Say that. ACC, <laughs> all, all we're hearing about now is when Robert Moore steps up to the plate for Arkansas about how his dad's the GM for the the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, there's, that's there's, all we hear. Well, well, but we and and that's the part of the branding and marketing that bothers me a little bit. Um, it's mentally lazy mm-hmm. uh, to give that kind of validation when you simply can let the, the, the kids play speak for itself. Like it's, it's, Oh, that's, I'm going to pay off my buddy. Who's the GM. Who's going to give me access yeah. later on by shouting out his kid. Kid does 45 need times. Yeah, yeah. Like it does. It's not necessary. And I know what you're doing and it devalues it. So like, I wish they would just stop. Um, I'm rather enjoying Ben McDonald. I was a huge Ben McDonald yeah. fan. Um, of course, he was drafted by the Orioles. It was a big deal when he came through. Him at yeah. LSU was yeah, I remember amazing. Him. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they got him. You thought that, that he was going to be that guy. And then him and him and uh, him and Otter Greg Olson, uh, who who also came through the Orioles. Yeah. he was their closer for a bit. Um, good dude as well. So it pays out. And uh, but I think NCAA really has to pay attention because this. And if you're a fan, pay attention. It almost makes you you better go mm-hmm. now. Because I'm not sure it gets better. What, what I'm not it sure it gets next cheaper. Oh, it ain't getting cheaper. Yeah, I, 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 so you kind of have to go when you can go. We'll toward the break. We'll come back. Uh, I do want to get into <laughs> – there's so much weird sports news, just weird stories. We'll go through some of the weirdness when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. 